Hi, my name is Aaron Linsdow. I'm a polar explorer and professional traveler. Today I'm going to review the Travel Pro MaxLite 5 luggage. In this review, I'm going to review the Travel Pro MaxLite 5 luggage. I'm going to show you the different features, measurements, weights, but also the secret compartment inside, and also how much you can actually jam into this just to show how much this can actually carry. Let's get right into that. As you can see, this MaxLite 5, it looks like a standard piece of luggage by Travel Pro, but it's actually got a lot of nice features. First though, one of the key things that you worry about as a carry-on, and this is a rollerboard style, rollerboard meaning it only has two wheels instead of four only, but it doesn't have the spinner style four wheel, and I'll get into why I chose the rollerboard instead of the spinner style in just a moment, as you'll see. The key thing that's a worry about this type of luggage for people's bringing it on. So let me measure this for you real quick. The top of the luggage is 22 inches tall, and with the handle, you, know, you mush it in, 23. The handle won't have any effect on your ability to close the overhead locker. The number one thing is the length, and it's 22 inches. That should fit in just about any flight in the domestic US area. The width is 14 inches, and the thickness, this is the one that tends to get people besides the height, it's about nine inches empty. Now, this bag does pretty well. It does have an expansion. Just to give you an idea for comparison, my bag, my other bag, my uh, low pro bag, this thing even fits on Canada regional jets. It fits in those tiny little overhead bins, even when I've overstuffed it slightly. Now my bag, this standard bag that I travel around in is about eight and a half inches thick. And with this guy, by the time you stuff it all full, this can be 10 inches thick. So you may need to be prepared to check in the Travel Pro bag on a Canada regional jet flight, so let's say out of Jackson Hole or Aspen or Denver, or one of the smaller airports. Just something to consider. Now, how much does this bag weigh? That's the next big consideration, and I've got my handy dandy scale. Let me fire that up, and we will see. So this bag weighs in at about 5.57. There you go, 5.5, and for my gram friends, that is 2,400 grams or 2.4 kilograms. It is a very light bag. Compare that to <laughs> my very heavy uh, low pro gear. This sucker weighs 4.6 kilos or, uh, let's see, what is it? Uh, 10 pounds, four ounces. This thing is really, really heavy. The Travel Pro crew bag that you can purchase, they, they're about seven pounds, eight ounces, give or take. So this, this Max Light bag actually whacks off a good two pounds, which is a huge thing. Now note that there are two variations of this Max Light bag. One is directly by Travel Pro, and the other is from Macy's. Now the fundamental difference between the Travel Pro Max Light 5 and the Travel Pro Walkabout is that the zipper on top here, the zipper on top, the little accessory pocket on the Walkabout version in Macy's, 
is right on top versus the uh, Travel Pro Max Lite version, the zipper is on the smile portion of the front hatch. Now, I don't find any particular bonus or variation between the top zipper here or the zipper on the smile portion. So really, whichever one you can get less expensive, either through Macy's or I'll put a link to Amazon below, that they're completely comparable bags. So I wouldn't, between the two, whichever you can get cheaper, that's the best way to go in my opinion. Now, let me show you some other interesting features. You'll notice this bag actually leans backwards and I'm going to measure the angle that it leans backwards for you just to give you an exact measurement. I'm going to use my phone here and the lean back angle is approximately four degrees. So you can see, oh, I can't really see on my phone, but it's about four degrees tilt backwards. Now, why is that important? Because when the bag gets loaded up with all the things that you're going to see me load into this bag to show you how much it can carry, if the bag stood straight up, I'm sure you've seen this at the airport before. If you haven't traveled before, this is embarrassing. You load your bag up, you pull your handle, and then zzz, blam, your bag falls over. Now empty, this bag is a bit tilty, but once you load all of your clothing and laptop and iPads and whatever else inside, that extra weight and that four degrees tilt actually levels the bag out very well. So that is a nice feature. And again, a roller board just has one set of wheels in the back and then studs or legs or whatever here versus the spinner bag. Spinner bags have wheels on all four. And the reason I didn't go with the spinner bag is because you lose one to two inches of volume in your space, which translate to lost volume in your roller board. And that, that's why I like the roller board over the spinner. However, if I'm walking a gazillion miles, the spinner is actually nice because I can put the handle up roll it side by side and walk it like a dog versus the roller board, which I have to drag behind me. And sometimes that kind of cranks out my shoulder. So there are two variations. One is the roller board style of the Travel Pro Max Lite. There is also the spinner version as well that has these type of spinning wheels, but you do lose about that much space, about an inch and a half to two inches on the volume of the bag. So you have to consider is ease of walking more important or is volume of the bag more important? When you go to travel stores, the walkabout and or the max light has a couple of different positions on the handle. The first position is relatively short and that works for people maybe like, like for me dragging it behind if you're much taller, I'm six feet tall, you can actually telescope the handle out from about, let's see, let me see the short version here. The handle is 38 inches high, or if you're much taller, you can telescope the bag out to a whopping 42 and a half inches. So that is pretty substantially long. So when you're walking Behind you, you can angle it back a bit. I normally use the shorter position for walking around. That way it's not so awkward for me, but you do have that option. Now this bag also has a curved handle, which is a nice feature, rather than just a straight handle, and it tends to fit your hand a bit better. 
Also, the push button to release is right here in the top of the handle. And you can click it and you can actually see these pins in the handle when I push the button. You can see those pins go in and out there and I can lower it or I can lower it all the way down. Now the bag also has a detent right there where it kind of stops and you can walk around a little bit like that. But eventually you're going to want to raise it up and lock it. One of the nice things too is that the locking pins are metal instead of plastic. I've seen other people with their luggage get jammed. So Travel Pro, is, uh, that's a good brand. Simply because of these metal pins in the handle, it makes all the difference. If you roll your roller board onto the plane and you can't get that handle down, how are you going to put it in the overhead? You're not. I've seen airline staff take this thing and blam on other luggage and it might break the pins, but if this handle gets jammed up and you can't get that thing down because of those cheap pins, that's going to be a problem. If I raise the handle and lock it hard and I'm going to push some downward force on this and I'm going to press the button, it still goes down. Other cheaper bags, this is a really good test when you want to test your bags, is push the handle down hard, push this button, and see if it still releases. Cheaper bags, when you push down and you press that button, they will jam up. Over time of flying, that little jam turns to a major jam. That's a major feature on here. Now, this Max Light is incredibly light, as I said, five and a half pounds, and it comes with a couple of different handle options. The first, of course, is the very large handle on top. It's nice and padded. You can see I've got about medium-sized hands. Even if I want to two-hand this bag, I can easily two-hand the bag. Now, it also has a side handle as well, so if you wish to carry the bag on the side for whatever reason, maybe you're fling it around your hotel, that is a capability as well. This handle isn't nearly as thick and padded as the top. I wouldn't always use this because it's kind of awkward. But one nice feature on the rollerboard bag is it actually has a little cloth pouch on the bottom. So if you do need to pick up your bag like this, you don't have to hold it by slipping and sliding. You can actually put your hand in the bottom of the bag, which is very, very nice. Now, on the bottom of the bag, you can see that it has this hard plastic strip. And this hard plastic strip prevents the fabric from getting scuffed up when you're dragging it upstairs or maybe it gets hit on the escalator or who knows what. But Travel Pro has put this hard plastic strip on the back to prevent as you're dragging your bag up from getting banged up. The wheels spin really, really nicely on this bag. This bag's been through the airport quite a few times. It's got some hair and lint on the wheels, but you can see that the wheels, when I spin them, keep spinning. It has a nice little bracket here to hold the whole bag together. On the back, the bag also has the standard sleeve to put your contact information so if God forbid your bag get lost, you can put the sleeve in here. Now to give you an idea about the water repellency of this bag, I've got a cup of standard water here, and you can see the bag. I'm simply going to pour it on the bag, and we'll see what happens. We'll just splash a little bit of water in here, and see how water repellent the bag is.
Okay, not too bad. It beat it up. If I really rub it in, the fabric still stays dry. That's pretty good. This top fabric isn't as waterproof, but the main fabric on the bag, even though it feels wet, let me open the inside. And I don't feel any moisture in there. So just be aware when you're flying, sometimes your bag is going to be outside and, and it's gonna get wet. So this fabric here isn't as waterproof, but the main bag is. The sewn together parts aren't totally waterproof. But what about the side? Not too bad, not too bad. So there you go. That durable water repellent finish actually does pretty well. Hopefully I won't have water stay in the bag, but not too bad. So let's get right into the part you've all been waiting for. What does the inside look like? Well, this thing has three hatches again. The first is the little baby hatch here where you can put small things, but then it has the outside hatch, which zips three quarters of the way down, maybe I think it uh, leaves about two inches left or five centimeters. And then when you open this pouch, it actually has these little wings on here to prevent the pouch from completely flopping over, which is really nice. Now the opening here is nine inches. Well, maybe it's about eight inches, which uh, two, five, that, that's about 20 centimeters. And then the unzip zone here is 13, about 13 inches. And this hatch is 11 inches wide or... This is my MacBook Pro. This is the 15 inch model. It easily fits in this space here with plenty of space around. So you could put the 16 inch MacBook Pro or if you have some huge PC that is a 17 inch laptop, I don't know if they still make those, you can fit it in there and you can see that there is still plenty of space around the laptop. So that's pretty sweet. Now that said, a packing tip, I would never put my laptop out on side because I have TSA pre-check. I don't need to take my laptop out. Plus it's easier to damage out here. Okay. Now these zippers on the accessory pouch are not lockable. So if you want to put anything super valuable in there, don't. But if you have anything really valuable, put it on your person. These zippers up top on the main compartment do have a locking hole. So if you want to put the lock in there, please do, of course. The zipper comes all the way around and it comes slightly behind the bag and the bag actually opens. Now you can see that the inside of this MaxLite is pretty spacious because of the rollerboard design. Now, it has a couple of straps, and we'll talk about that in a moment. They didn't, uh, Travel Pro did not go crazy in all pouch and pockets. I personally like that they don't go nuts because that's a lot of extra weight. It only has one accessory pouch in the inside where you can unzip it and it will flop completely open. Boom, just like that. So if you want to put some light flat things in here, that needs some mesh space. It's really, really nice. This folds back enough to where you can zip this down. And there you go. All the zipper pulls have the little Travel Pro logo, which happens to be a symbol of the Eiffel Tower in Paris. That's pretty slick. All right. Now these straps are really nice inside 
because they don't do that weird crisscross thing where they kind of clip. Instead, they're proper straps where they come across and they're hooked into the main body of the bag, which makes them much more durable. And then you can clip them independently, which is really, really nice. Their nylon clips are pretty good. I don't have any problem clipping and unclipping these things, so that works pretty well. Let me give the inside dimensions of this bag. The inside dimensions are about 20 inches by, oh, what do we got, uh, 13 and a half by, oh, let's see, how thick is that? It's about seven inches just to start. So now I'm gonna show you just how much fits in this bag to give you a better idea of what you can jam into your Travel Pro. And I actually just brought a bunch of clothes here that I've traveled with before to give you an idea. Now, I'm gonna start off with jeans. Now, I never travel with jeans because I just don't do it. So I've got one, two, three, four pairs of jeans, and I'll flip them over there. And then I've got my travel pants, an extra pair of travel pants. I will, of course, have my flip-flops so I can go to the pool or wherever else I'm going to be on vacation or traveling. I can put that in there. And now I can show you, let's see, uh, what are we going to put in here next? I'll put my shirts in here just for kicks. So I've got one, two, three, four, five, six shirts that I can easily pack into this Travel Pro. So I've got five pairs of pants, of which are jeans. I never travel with jeans, but it's an easy comparison for you. I can put my dress shirts in here, single folded, so they fit in there as well, and they don't get as wrinkled. I've got my flip-flops in here. Now I'm going to put my, let's see, one, two, three, four, five pairs of underwear easily. Now there's enough space in this bag where I can actually fold them and jam them into the sides of the bag and not waste my vertical space, which is really, really handy. So I can jam these guys in here. Now, how many pairs of socks am I going to take? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm going to go crazy on my socks and I can still jam those in the corners and not again use up my precious vertical space. Now the bag you can see is starting to get pushed out on the sides a bit, but thus far I haven't had any problem with that. And side pouch really isn't ever a big deal or anything on domestic or international flights in my experience. I've got my swim trunks here. I might actually put them in here just to demonstrate that just for kicks. I never do, but I just want to show you what you can do with this thing. Just to show you there, so I'll flatten those out. So far, so good. Lots of space still in this bag. Now, I like to travel with a little Eddie Bauer compression stowaway backpack. That way I can bring it around during the day, pack it around, and I will just literally jam this thing in here. Now, there is enough space besides my shirt. No, not quite. I won't be able to get that in there. So now I still haven't used up my precious bag space. Now let's say, if you're a person who likes to bring your own hair dryer, yeah, I totally need that. It's easy to put enough in here. So just to give you a reality check of what you can jam in here. And then 
If you want to bring your flat iron, because I need to flat iron my hair, I'm going to put this in here as well. Okay. Now we still have plenty of space. I'm going to be TSA compliant and just go with one, uh, you know, quart Ziploc of you know, hand sanitizer, deodorant, toothpaste, mouthwash, and whatever. And I can jam that right in here as well. Now, let's say just oops, dropping stuff. Let's say for argument's sake, I need a pet roller because I have a cat or dog or whatever. Here's the pet roller. That is a consideration. If you sit on a seat with somebody that has a dog and you stand up right before your business meeting, a pet roller is a really good thing. I'll put a link to that as well. So I always carry that because I've had that happen. So far, so good. Uh, when you're traveling, you might need some hauls uh, because your throat will get sore. I will put those in the little small pouch up top. And because you're on a domestic flight, there's no real food. So I'm going to bring a couple of food bars and jam those into that mini pouch as well and I'll zip that up for the moment. Oh, so far so good. Now, I've got my tech bag of chargers for my phone, my iPad, my charging cables, and my point and shoot camera if I want to go really, really crazy and I'll put those in here as well. I've got my charging brick with the cord for my iMac or my laptop. I will put that up here. It makes the top a little awkward, but there you go. Now, like I said, I don't ever put my laptop in this pouch because it's possible to damage it too easily. But just to give you the illustration to show you that you can do that, I'll put it in there as well. Now you can see that the bag isn't pushed out at all, other than maybe the top here where my toiletries are. But we're going to put in, let's say if you have a makeup accessory bag that you need to put into your bag as well. I've got that in here. And maybe I've got some nail clippers and files. And I always like to bring a little bit of cord so if I need to hang things up in a hotel room to dry or whatever, I can put that in there too. And the handy dandy hairbrush, that way you can easily brush your hair and there you go. As I close this bag up, you can see, oh crud, maybe I need to squish the bag down. Now one of the problems is, uh, where is it? This strap comes all the way out and you can easily lock in your bag material and pull it tight. There is an accessory pouch in the side. I never really use this because I don't have extra toiletries. I'm a guy, but maybe if you're a person or ladies who like to have an extra little bit there's an extra accessory pouch I didn't point out before in the side so you can put some of your other less used but you don't want to run around sort of things. Now when I put this compression strap on here, I actually can generate more space in the bag. I, I don't even know what I'm going to put in here. Maybe the flat iron can jam in there as well. We're going pretty crazy. So you can see in here, I've still got plenty of space without the bag expansion even being used. All right, so let's, is, let's see, I've got to get my raincoat in here because you never know what happens on travel, okay? And I better put my handy dandy iPad in the bag and I'll protect it just like with the laptop. Okay, now we're getting a little bit squished out as you can see. Now, I would say let's test the zipper and zip this down. Okay, 
Now the bag still feels like it has plenty of space and fully loaded. Now if the bag, see that tilt really matters because the bag tilts back slightly, it doesn't flop forward. Now you can see it's begin, begun to expand and I haven't put my jacket in there. So the bag has an expansion zipper that allows for another two inches of expansion on it. So if I need to jam in, after all these crazy clothes, I need to jam in my very sexy fleece jacket. Is that still possible? Well, let's see. Now, this is really getting to the max capacity of this bag, really starting to push it so you can see how much I put in there. So let's see if I can still get this thing zipped closed. All right, that two inches of expansion is really nice. If you're going to a chilly location, you need to bring a raincoat and jam this in here. All right, how we doing? Booyah! Now the bag is really heavy. I mean, I'm carrying a lot of weight. So this is where the lower weight really comes in because for me, <sighs> that putting that overhead would be pretty serious, but I'm carrying a maximum load. Uh, let's, let's just find out how much this weighs now. Oh. <laughs> let's see if I can even weigh this thing on my poor scale. Okay, hold. Okay, this bag now weighs 32 pounds. Or for my Graham's friends, that's 14.5 kilos. Now, if you're struggling to put this bag on, I warn you, if you put this much weight in, international flights will not allow you on. They limit you to about 12 to 15 kilos of, of weight instead of 14, because there is a danger if you put a 30 pound bag over your head and you drop it, you could severely injure somebody. But that's just to show you how much this Max Light bag or the, the Macy's version of the walkabout can really carry. How well does it roll? Pretty well, sweet. So there you go. That is the Max Light bag by Travel Pro. It can eat a lot of stuff. Just to give you an idea of how much goes in this bag, I will take some things back out and just to see there's no lack of space and this is still very compliant with almost all the airlines except for maybe the ultra discount airlines and then if you just don't do the overstuff and you use the uh, the two inch thing and you zip down there you zip the bag back let's see oh. you can see how the zippers operate there it's still really heavy and I can just put my two jackets around my waist or wear them or whatever. And that is how much your Travel Pro Max Lite can carry. Now, one other thing I'm going to show you is the secret compartment. Let me take all of this stuff out here. Inside this Max Lite bag, you can see that there is a seam inside the bag. And there is actually a hidden zipper. It doesn't have the zipper pull and it is a little challenging to get started. But just in here, if you use your fingernails 
You gotta, you gotta pull this straight. This can be a little challenging, but you can see that zipper pull there. If you begin pulling on it, you can actually begin to unzip the back of the bag. Now, traditionally, you have to be careful about pulling a zipper apart like that, but if you pull this zipper all the way down, you can actually see the interior of the bag and we'll do a quick little quality analysis. This is something I haven't seen in any other video, so that'll give you a good idea what's inside this bag. There you go. So you can see the handles there. They've zip tied some foam protectant on there. Eh, it seems to be pretty good. This foam here, the open cell, eh, it'll probably last a good five, six, seven years. Who knows? Now, the nice part is they put some foam and glue some foam on here to protect the corners to prevent your gear from being damaged, as well as some corrugated plastic on the bottom to protect the bottom. And you can see that they have double seams sewn. The major seams of the bag, that's always something good to check. If they only sew the bag where the threads just hang out, that don't get that bag because that bag will fall apart. So you can see here that they've done double seam sewing and then put a fold over. So that's really, really good. So there you go. That is the secret compartment at the end of the video that I promised to show you just to see what all is inside there. But if you want to put some personal documents in here that if somebody, hey, just digs through your bag real quick and stops at me on non-security, but somebody who's a thief, it does happen. You can maybe put some extra stuff back here because when you zip this bag closed and you zip this little compartment back together, it is definitely invisible because even though there's a seam without that obvious zipper pull, it is not clear that there is anything other than just cloth there. So that is actually a nice feature. Now that fabric is pretty see-through, so you might want to put something black on there just to protect it. And there you go. And let me show you this uh, side pouch. I never use it, but it is there. You can put a mountain of junk in there as well. There you go. This is the Travel Pro, the Travel Pro Max Lite, or the Macy's version they call the Walkabout. Travel Pro bags are very good. They are used by flight crew. They don't use the Max Lite. They use the Versa Pro or the, the professional version. But I, thus far, this has flown across the country a couple times. And as you can see, it's doing very, very well. I hope you found this video helpful about the Travel Pro Max Lite 5 bag and the Macy's version, the Walkabout 5. I found it travels very well. It's been across the country a couple times and you can see, other than where it got it a little bit moist to simulate a rain environment or a spilled coffee, it does pretty well. Thank you very much for watching. Please like and comment on the video. And if you found it helpful, subscribe to the channel. Thank you very much and enjoy your travels.